Twas the night of the podcast and my child was snoring. For this is the Dan and Nick Choose Your Orange Story. Welcome to the Great Lakes Gaming Podcast. That's what I was writing down. My name is Nicholas Cartier, your host today. And I'm joined with... I'll make you say your name. Dan Allen. <laughs> <laughs> Joining you, Nick Cartier. We're here. <laughs> no, yeah, but uh, today, how you doing today? How's your How's your Thanksgiving? How was How was How's life been? My Thanksgiving, which was about a month ago. <laughs> I mean, perfect time to ask. Canon. It was good. Yeah, Thanksgiving good. Feeling the holiday spirit. Uh, I mean, obviously it's all downhill after Halloween, but I mean, it's still good. It's like the the tail end of the holidays. Yeah, it's good. Uh, cheesy potatoes. Lots of cheesy potatoes. Lots of family in the same room, putting up with each other. Real, mm-hmm. like, real love happening. Yeah. Good times. Um, cough on any pillows? Cough on any pillows? No. That's what we did to the... <laughs> what? Making a joke of the trail tears. Oh, Anyways. my lord. <laughs> I didn't even get that one. It was so controversial. Uh, on a lighter note, how was Thanksgiving? Uh, it was Phoenix, right. dude. It was, it was alright. He had a good time. He he ate some pizza. Is he? Eat, I'll say, is he eating Thanksgiving foods nope. in, the, in the previous years? No, he's not a Thanksgiving guy yet. No, dude, I was not a Thanksgiving guy until I was like twenty-four. <laughs> he's as like, the food. he's like, I don't want any stuffing, and I'm like, bro, you're missing out. Like, mm-hmm. yep. Isn't what do you mean you don't want cheesy potatoes? Later in life, I loved stuffing for sure. Man, deviled eggs. Yeah. Little kid's best friend. I always love deviled eggs, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hmm. Phoenix is going to force feed you eggs. He likes Cheetos. <laughs> Happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> but yeah, no. Holiday's been going good, Cartier. I'm excited to be doing this very special episode with you. Me too. I'm excited. Uh, we've done once before something like this. Yeah. We've yeah. chosen adventures before. You were the adventurer in that situation. I've been told by corporate... That's not how it's going to be today. <laughs> so, what's happening? What are, we, what are we doing? So, right now, I have four. Four choose-your-own-adventures. Ooh, ooh, And I'm going to let you choose categories to figure out which ones you're going to do. Okay, nice. Exciting, exciting. What are my categories? And, yes, that's actually my only question. <laughs> what are me categories? Your first category is to be the very best. Your second category is Secret Secret. Your third category is Rhymes with Mistmas. Ooh, Mistmas, okay. And the fourth category is Girls Only. <laughs> Ladies Only, oh man, okay. <laughs> Whoa. Do I kill, are we doing all of them? Yeah. Oh, okay, so I was just picking the order. Yeah. Ooh, what's the main event? It might be Girls Only. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to start in the spirit of this Christmas episode with rhymes with Miss Miss, please. Can you save Christmas? Are these all from the same place, cartoon? No, this one is from uh, College Humor. Is there a different one from College Humor also? Um, I have no idea. Okay, don't even. This one me. is. Uh, That's an unusual place to find a choose your own adventure story. Um, if you wanna, if you wanna know the person that wrote this, yes. I believe it is. I believe their Twitter handle is Noob the Loser, if I'm not mistaken. Thank you, Noob the Loser. Perhaps thank you. Oh yeah, we rating them today too. 
I mean, you can rate them. Yeah, we're yeah we're rating them. Oh yeah, yeah. Out of five stars on top of the tree. <laughs> it's too many stars for a Christmas tree. All right, so th- this one's got pictures, so we can see. Oh this dang! Okay, okay. So we start off. It's a dark day at the North Pole. Santa has been murdered, skewered by a sharpened candy cane. Oh when they found him, old Blitzen was non at the poor. Fat bastard's beard. <laughs> did you not wait? Wait, did you not? You probably, did you not want to call Santa a fat bastard for I, a second? I was thinking about it. <laughs> I'm fine with it. <laughs> Whoa! Don't protect Santa like this. <laughs> One elf goes, "Get up, Mister Claus! Just cause you're you're just fooling, ain't you? You got me real good. Oh, oh, God." No, Santa! No! And another one is throwing up. Oh my god. In the corner. As head elf, you are the second in command Fuck. of many other elves, and they turn to you for guidance. How will you save Christmas? Oh my god, what are my options? Your options are, there's no time to lose, I'm in charge now. Okay. Choice number two is, there are tales of an amulet's. Hidden in a faraway cave that can resurrect Santa. It's not Christmas without him. I'm going to get the amulet. And then option three is... We cannot rest until there is justice. We need to in- do an investigation of this murder. Okay, Cartier, can I... T- Whoa. Heavy, <laughs> heavy beginning of this Christmas story. Uh, Santa confirmed dead. So... When I even think about the option... Like, those are three like different options. Way different options, yeah. I like the idea of seeking justice, Cartier, but I also like the idea of leaving it in the hands of everyone else to seek justice, and that's what'll keep them preoccupied trying to figure out who killed Santa. Whereas I pick the middle option, which is there are tales of an amulet hidden away in a cave that can resurrect Santa. We resurrect in Santa for okay. sure. It isn't Christmas without him. It's true. <laughs> like. We can't... No, we need them. There are too many preparations for Christmas to take a full team. You'll have to go with this one lone... (laughs) With this one. You'll have to go on this one alone. You you saddle up Donner, and you head out, dashing through the snow. (laughs) (laughs) Danger, lumbering forth from the hazy blizzard, is a wintry beast of legend. The abominable creature. (gasps) The dreaded Wampa. (laughs) <laughs> you awaken as the wampa is tearing the last shreds of Donner's corpse. <laughs> this is the picture on this is Star Wars. Legit, legit turned into Star. Not just with wampa in the fact that we're hanging upside down. <laughs> he turns to you, apparently still hungry. I believe your choices are: I close my eyes and reach for the lightsaber, trusting in the Force. I uh, compliment the wampa's lustrous fur. Mm. I don't have time to be eaten. Ask the Wampa about the amulet. Wow. I really thought I was going to keep it canon to fucking... <laughs> to the Star Wars story. And then I'm like, what if he knows about the amulet? Whoa. Alright, Cartier. Man. <laughs> Those are good ones so far. Yeah. I think I got a... I mean, maybe if... He did already eat. Do I really want to talk to this Wampa? 
What makes me think I have the force? I am magical. I'm an elf. And you're hanging upside down. Hanging upside down. You're par for the course right now. Look pretty tall for an elf hanging upside down. It's almost like they wanted to stay more true to Star Wars than they did the story. I'm actually going to scroll back up so we can look at that picture. He killed Donner. He killed your reindeer. Santa, Santa's dead, and wow. so is one of the reindeers. That's I'm, a good point. That's like really more emphasis on keeping it canon. We are going to close our eyes and reach out for the lightsaber trying to use the force. What? You're not a Jedi. Don't be stupid. The Wampa eats you. No, fuck off. You don't get a picture. Christmas is ruined. <laughs> the end... Would you like to go back? I do want to go back one. I I feel like we can't do this for all of them, but for this, this Christmas one, one is good. That's yes. a good one. Um, so my other thing was I want to ask him about the amulet. You're going to ask him about the amulet? Yeah, yeah. All right. But if I lose again, I swear. The Wampa suddenly stops. <gasps> I remember when it began as you're asking, can I come down from being held upside down? <laughs> An amulet, you say. He suddenly sits down and explains you the terrible nature of the amulet hidden in this very cave. <laughs> Tis the phylactery, the soul vessel, in which stored is the soul of Krampus. Sustained by the blood of the children he captures, it resurrects him if he is ever slain. That's right. Sansa and Krampus are very one and the same. Wow. And then you're like... Wait, what is that saying? If I'm being honest... I'm my, being honest. My suspension of disbelief is suffering a little right now. Lampshading can't save you now. The tale of the amulet has lured you and... The last sacrifice is needed to revive Sansa. He's got a top hat on now. Okay, but why a wampa? This is really dumb. That's what he says. As your body and soul are ripped apart at the seams to bring Sansa back to life, you at least have the solace of knowing Christmas is saved. I still have a lot of questions. The end. (laughs) I think that's the true canon ending. I I resurrected him and died. Hey, you saved Christmas, except for, like, they're still missing a reindeer. That's on him, though. Dan saves Christmas. The Christmas episode. So how do you feel about that one? I liked it. <laughs> <laughs> like, I would, if we weren't recording, I'd probably play it, like, as many times as need be to see all the weird endings. Yeah. Uh, I enjoyed it. Honestly, Cartier, 4.5 stars on top of the tree. Still too many stars on top of a tree. Alright. 4.5 out of 5. Nice. Are we doing it out of 10? Uh, whatever you want to do. I think we did it on you, you want to do it on a five or you want to do it on a straight up IGN scale? <laughs> yeah, IGN scale. Good point. For Christmas? Yeah. IGN. Uh, in that case, I get, honestly, that's why the IGN scale is so great because judging on the 100 point scale, it really is more about... No, okay. Uh, 9.1. <laughs> Couldn't do that with five stars. Couldn't do 9.1. Alright, so your categories are to be the very best, like no one ever was, secret secrets, and ladies only. To be 
the very best Cartier. I wanna be This is called Pokemon Choose Your Own Adventure. Really? A fun adventure filled with the Pokemon in the Johto region. It's very elaborate and hard to get through, but there is a good ending. Whoa. Basically, it's just trial and error with the questions. So it's one of those ones. Whoa, okay. You live on a Pokemon (sighs) egg farm. Whoa, Cartier. That's not how I wanted that to go. (laughs) (laughs) Hidden ad. Where do I live? You live on a Pokemon egg farm with your parents and your older brother. What age are you? Under 10, over 10. Over 10. Okay, says the professor, the researcher who gives the Pokemon to people. He gives you three Pokeballs, things to catch Pokemon with, three potions, things to heal Pokemon with, and a Pokedex, something to identify Pokemon. Which Pokemon would you like? Cyndaquil, the fire-type Pokemon. Totodile, the water-type Pokemon. Chikorita, the grass-type Pokemon. Also, if you want to nickname it, you can. It's not in there, but I'll try and keep it canon. Thank you. Yeah. Act like this is an easy choice. It's not. Uh-huh, so true. We will go Totodile. And we will name him... Ooh. And we can break the character limit. Superintendent Chalmers. Superintendent Chalmers? Wait, that's too much to make you say, Cartier. Hold on a second. Robert. Robert? Yes. I would have went with Totes. Oh. <laughs> uh. You click Totodile. You pick Totodile, the water-type Pokemon. It looks pretty derpy, but it also looks like a pretty strong Pokemon. This is the picture they give you. He's cutie. He is a cutie. You go into the tall grass, and you're about to cross the road. You look both ways. Then, as you're about to cross, someone challenges you to a Pokemon battle. You accept. He sends out a Caterpie, a bug-type Pokemon. What move do you use? Leer, Scratch. Pokemon, gotta catch them all. Uh, I Scratch. You command a Totodile, you scratch. It runs across the street, and Caterpie braces itself for the attack. Then, a car comes out of nowhere and runs over Totodile. Poor Pokemon. You you run away crying. The driver gets out to apologize, but she can't catch up with you. Your life is over. You've reached the end. <laughs> Leer. <laughs> Goddamn. I should have never. In a different dimension. Your Totodile glares at Caterpie and scares it. Caterpie, use tackle, the trainer yells. Caterpie crawls across the street, except that it's only moving at not even a mile per hour. Just then, a car comes out of nowhere, runs over Caterpie. The poor Pokemon... The trainer runs away crying. The driver gets out to apologize, but you can't catch up with the boy. You leave, since that's sad and gross. Now you only have one choice. Go home and tell your mom what just happened. I will go home and tell my mom what just happened. You go home, 
you tell your mom what just happened to the poor Caterpie. She gives you a hug and tells you that Caterpie is in a better place now. You only have one choice to do this. Take a break from your adventure? I think I'll take a break. You take a break from all this Pokemon stuff and you go to sleep. The next day, you see Team Rocket, an evil organization that steals Pokemon. They ask you to join and they'll pay you. What do you do? Sure. No thanks. No! Those are the three options? Yeah, sure, no thanks, and then no with a bunch of exclamation points. I immediately went to Darth Vader. No! I joined. (laughs) We're going to give him a solid sure. Okay, this Team Rocket member said, but that, he pauses and opens up his black jacket, showing a police badge. Not the right thing to do. You're under arrest for being willing to join an evil organization for pay. Hope you like jail. What? In a different dimension? So would you like to say no? Or no thanks? No thanks. You tell them that you don't want to join. You politely say... It's because Team Rocket's on the bad side. Well then, one of the Rockets says, I guess it's not just a suggestion. Next thing you know, you wake up in a dark place with the two guards watching every your every move. You have another kid next to you. You look at one of the guards and he's holding your Totodile in his Pokeball in his hand. You see a rock. It's about half the size of your hand laying on the ground. The other guard has... Your emergency pocket knife. What do you do? Do you pick up the rock and hope for the best? Or let Team Rocket capture you? Pick up that fucking rock, Cartier. That's what we're doing. Your original thought was to throw the rock at the guard's head and have him drop the Pokeball. But since you have such bad aim, or good aim in this case... You hit the buttons of the Pokeball and send out your Totodile. Totodile isn't very strong, but he has the element of surprise and bites the rope holding you. You punch the first guard in the face and then push the guard, the other guard down on the ground. Would you like to finish them both off or make a run for it? Damn. Oh, man, that's a hard one. I want to... Fuck. Let's make a run for it. Okay. You make a run for it. You open up a nearby door and see sunlight, and you're almost going to make it there and run and escape, and then you notice the kid. Do you get him or leave him? Get him. You decide to get him. Toadile <laughs> gnaws at the ropes, and the boy gets up from the ground. Come on, hurry. Return your Toadile and run out that door. Thanks for saving me back there. I could have died... If they took me to their headquarters, no problem, you say. Then you hurry back to your hometown and go on your adventure. You only have one option, continue on with your adventure. And then you just go... (laughs) Cartier, then you just... I continue on with my adventure. Yep, so you get to Route 29, you see a Pidgey. Would you like to keep walking or catch it? I would like to catch it. Okay. You send out Totodile and try to capture the Pidgey, but it's too fast and it flies away. Keep walking on. You keep walking on until you hit a crossroad. 
do you... They actually have a map. Do you want to go straight, or do you want to go right? You're right there. You need to go straight, or you can go right. Oh, man, this Rage Lake. No. Um, no. Uh, I will go right. You will go right? You go right, and you see a couple of trainers. You catch a Spiro, and on your map it tells you that it's called Route 45. Then, this guy offers you to trade an Eevee for it. You accept. <laughs> now you go back to Route 29. So nice, you got an Eevee. Whoa. Would you like to nickname your Eevee? Yeah. Yeah, I would. <laughs> um, let's see, we have Robert. Uh, Ricardo. Ricardo. Now that you have Ricardo and Robert in hand, you can finally fight some trainers and gain some experience. You go back to Route 45, because you never really got to explore it. You then see two Geodudes, and it looks like they injured themselves. <gasps> you ask a trainer near them what happened. I was trying to catch a Fero. And as it flew from its tree, I threw a great ball at it. The great ball hit its wing and temporarily disoriented it. Then it fell on top of two Geodude, he said, pointing at the two Geodudes. Do you say, where is the nearest Pokemon Center? Or, eh, whatever, you can deal with this. Where is the nearest Pokemon Center? Good guy. I'm a good guy. I want oh. to catch one of those boys, too. Is It's selfish. Over there, in Cherry Grove, the boy said... You look at the Geodudes and notice that one is bigger than the other. Then, out of nowhere, a golem appears. Whoa. It has scorch marks on it. Probably attacked by a fire Pokemon. Don't worry, you say to Golem. I'm taking them to get healed. I'm lying, says the boy. I can help. Wait a second. You're the guy that rescued me at Team Rocket Lab. Huh? Cool. But we have no time to talk about that. Help Golem to the Pokemon Center. I'll take the two Geodudes. Right. Okay. I'm in. So, Nurse Joy says, Your Pokemon are fully healed. healed. And then the Nurse Joy, she's the lady that runs the Pokemon Center. Bum, 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 bum. You have, uh, you have been talking to Liam, and it seems that he wants to go on an adventure with you. Ooh. You accept. So now... You have a guy who's got your back. Thank you so much, you say. And you go outside with Golem and the two Geodudes. The Golem nuzzles you. It seems that he wants to keep raising the smaller one, Liam says. You throw a Pokeball at the Geodude and catch it without a problem. Yeah! With your two new Pokemon... Would you like to name Geodude? Rocky. Rocky? Okay. Mm -hmm. We'll steal the Onyx name. With your two new Pokemon, your new companion, and all that other jazz... You head out to Violet City a couple weeks later. <gasps> you have now beaten a couple gyms and you are currently in Ecrotique City. Okay. Your Totodile, Robert, has evolved into a Croconaw, its next form. I was really hoping in this game they would let me not evolve him from Croconaw to the next boy. Yeah. Leaving Croconaw for the rest of the game. So you also evolved Eevee. Which was Ricardo. Ricardo. Into Flareon using a Firestone that you won by gambling in the Golden Round City. Classic. You also have an Abra, property of Liam, who captured it in tall grass near Goldenrod and gave it to you. 
You leveled it up using the experience share that you got from the old man in the Zalia town until it evolved, and then you traded it to Liam, and then he traded it back. Why do that? Because some Pokemon evolve when traded. I lived a good life. Yes. So we got Alakazam at this point? You have an Alakazam. I don't think you get to name it because you traded... He gave mm-hmm. it to you. As the, uh... As the man that is uh, in control of everything that isn't the adventurer, what do you think Liam named it? I or think he kept it as Abro. That's canon. You also Alakazam. caught... You also caught a Weedle and a Zubat in the Elix Forest. Mm-hmm. You leveled Weedle to a Beedrill. Yeah. Would you like to name Weedle? Uh, you also have a Zubatl name as well. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna name um, we're gonna name the now Beedrill. Yeah, Beedrill, and I don't know what the other one is yet. Uh, we're gonna name we're gonna name Weedle. Rusty. Rusty. What, what about your little bat boy? Um, I think that we already have a Ricardo and a Robert. Uh, I think that Zubat is Ron. Ron? Yeah. Okay. He's so easy to remember. Your Zubat is close to evolving, and so is Geodude. Rocky. Rocky. <laughs> your companion team, your complete team is Croconaw, Flareon, Geodude, Abra, Beedrill, and Zubat. Nice. Those are your Pokemon. Cool. You challenge the Ecrotique City Gym Leader, and you get your fourth badge. You're almost halfway to the Pokemon League, and you go to the Pokemon Center to heal yourself. There was a person who works for Team Rocket in the Kimono Dance Studio the other day, Nurse Joy says. He might have come back. What do you say? So what? I don't care, or I'll help. I'll help. You say I'll help, and then you rush to the studio and beat a level 12 coughing, which is pretty easy because most of your Pokemon are over a level 20. He, As he runs away, the Kimono girls say thank you, and one of them gives you the HM for Surf. Now you can go across water. Da 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 <laughs> With your new HM, you can get more items, more Pokemon, and become one of the Elite Four members. Whoa. You have com- you have completed this choose your own adventure. Please rate and comment. You reach in. Yeah, surf. Bum, bum, bum. <coughs> I'm gonna give it a three. Ooh, not a three. I'm gonna give it an eight point two. Cartier. Not enough water. Not enough water. Yeah. You almost got to the water. Yeah, yeah. It really, it's like, you know, it's its a great payoff, obviously. Yeah. The dopamine from the sound effect. But, you know, I didn't really get to surf. Mm-hmm. It's getting a little upsetting. But I didn't want it to tarnish a great experience. Yeah. Oh, wait, where was that one from and who was that by, by the way? Um, one minute, I'm seeing what would happen if you said you don't care. Oh, okay, cool. Oh, oh um, right. Nurse Troy gives you a dirty look. You challenge Morty, and after you beat him, someone finds out that you didn't help someone else's Pokemon. He refuses to give you the badge and goes on to deal with it himself. Without the badge, you cannot enter the Pokemon League. That was the whole reason you went on your adventure. You're forced to go home without Morty's badge. 
Is there more after that? Or is that the end? No, that's the end. Oh. Oh, I got the better ending after fucking up so many choices in this. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> nice. But that one is by Rocketman, and you can find this one on CYOCYOA.com. Ooh. Yeah, no, that's by Rocketman. Good shit. D'Angelo. <laughs> so, you have two more categories. You have Secret Secrets, and you have Ladies Only. Hmm... Hmm, I gotta go Secret Secrets. You gotta go Secret Secrets? Secret Secrets. Secret Secrets. So Secret Secrets is uh, it's titled Slammed. It's by... <laughs> Polo Chikikamiko. Oh. Chapter 1, The Backyard Basher. Oh, God. Is it going to get wrestling The scene unfolds like a dream at first. <laughs> there you were, standing tall and proud, arms outstretched, an invitation of worship. All around you, voices obliged. They were chanting your name. Okay. Your name. Oh, shit. This was the moment that you have been waiting for. You soaked everything in just for one more second. What was the harm? And then crouched atop the turnbuckle and launched yourself high in the air spinning like an Olympic diver before pinning your prey or at least that was the plan your left foot in the top rope had other ideas this is going to hurt bump 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 slam you hit that mat hard and your head did a little bounce arousing a sympathetic (laughs) intake of breath from a small segment of the audience that wasn't laughing coming out of their lungs. You lay there unmoving at your opponent's feet. Your two choices are Big Benji from Kirby's Men Wrestling School or Big Brenda from Kirby's Women's Wrestling League. Is that who I'm fighting or who I am? I'm not sh- Oh, your opponent. So is, it, is your opponent a boy or a girl? Uh, Big Benji. We'll Big go. Benji? We'll go boys. Okay. I'm gonna be a girl right after this. <laughs> Benji stared down at you with a gap-toothed smile. He shrugged <laughs> and threw a punch straight down at your face. He heaved you up on his shoulders. Before two seconds had passed, you were in the air again. Slam. One. Two. Three. You remember how much you disliked the Big Brit when you were classmen... When you were a classman at the KMWS. Yep, that's where we went to school. Yep. Wrestling school. The feeling was obviously mutual. Unfortunately, Matt Kirby knew that you and Big Benji were friends and, and students at his school, which is why Benji was almost always your opponent during the unpaid exhibitions. Kirby would put up and defray the expenses of your schooling. This was also why you feel as if your professional wrestling career was shortened by a decade, even before it began. (gasps) The man turned every match into an actual beatdown, and those ham-sized fists hurt. Shortened my fucking career, Cartier, I'm sorry. (laughs) Even when all you're doing is watching a video of the match. Next. (laughs) Hmm, 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 hmm. 
Mm-hmm. All right, now you're getting options. Okay, baby. So, what do you think, S. Sam? The video is on pause, and you find yourself once again aware of your surroundings. S. Sam? It's name of my sister. I've watched so much wrestling with her. <laughs> you're in a dingy studio apartment filled with a strange combination of computer equipment, wrestling merchandise. It's like a Circuit City had a one-night stand with a Toys R Us. You're sitting on the ledge of a bed, one of only two spots in the room cleared for human habitation. Sam Elrone sits on the other chair, a steel chair naturally, drawn up close to a table that groans under the weight of the recording equipment of the like video monitors. Sam is the vice president of promotions for the Borderless Wrestling, Wrestling Federation, which means... BWF. Yep. Which means that he spends most of his day uploading grainy, shaky cam footage on the YouTube. Shaky or not, those videos receive thousands of views from die-hard bowwisers, as the BWF fans call themselves. They're one of the only reasons why the BWF has been making some serious waves on the independent wrestling circuit. Well, that and the fact that occasionally... They hold matches in a ring attached to a flapping. That's moving. Whoa. Your choices are, it'd be great if I had a match like that. I hope they don't put me in a match like that. I'll wrestle in whatever match they put me in. Whoa. I wish the option was, guys, I think we should invest in some better camera equipment. Uh, If we're only uploading shaky fucking, like... Yeah, I mean, and we're renting some buildings. We should really spend some money to, like, rent out full buildings. Like, we don't have to be really backyard anymore. It's really hurting our credibility. And we're making these waves. That is not an option, though. So, I'll wrestle any match you want me to wrestle. (laughs) For real, the shaky cam thing, it, like, irritated me. (laughs) Signing with the BWF at your age, with your experience, or more accurately, your lack therefore of is quite the coop. Sam's in charge of putting it all together. A series of... Vignettes. 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 To hype your debut. Here? He's here to make you look good. Or, at least, that's what you were led to believe. You look at the shot of an anonymous defeat. And then back to Sam. I was thinking of using this as your first video. It really captures your... You know, essence. Um, you say. I really don't think, but he cuts you off. Don't worry, I already uploaded it. We're up to 5,000 views already. I hope it goes viral. He has a smile on his face and a twinkle in his eye. He's enjoying this. He doesn't know who you are. You're... Oh, shit. (laughs) Are you... Wolf... Wolf Erickson... Okay. Are you Maverick? Are you Randall Roundhouse? Are you Ender Gallo? Are you Avatar? Or would you like to create your own? Whoa. (laughs) (laughs) There's some good ones. Oh, wait, but what if create my own? What if, oh. Do you think it's specific to the name? I don't know. Oh, man, because create your own, I mean, but. Wow, also, I like that it was just Maverick. So are you Wolf Erickson? Are you Maverick? Randall Roundhouse? Ender's Gallo? 
Blight or Avatar. Blight was an option? Yes. Just by itself? Blight? Blight. I'm Blight. Okay. Whoa. I don't think I heard that the first time. I was almost Ender's Gallo. You're Blight. You're a professional wrestler. And to see that smirk on his face, it makes you feel angry. You will not be disrespected, amused. A bit friendly and hazing, isn't it? Or resigned. I'm used to people laughing at me. <laughs> to go back, just to help me understand this. So the video we uploaded was an anonymous defeat? That's what it said? It was a, it was a defeat of you. Right. It was the, that defeat of you. Okay. And he uploaded it without you, without your permission. Right. We got 5,000 likes. Not bad, man. Yeah, yeah. It's just like... It's not... Yeah, exactly. I mean... We'll, just like, is that is that what you want to represent Blight as in your first match? It's like, you gotta do the job sometimes, brother, brother. And I'm not as big as Big Benji. Sometimes you just gotta do the job. Obviously, it makes me a little angry. Uh, not... But, you know, at the... I think... I think we gotta go hazing, brother, brother. What does it say? You're amused. A little bit of friendly hazing, is it? Yeah, we're amused. It's fine. We gotta do the job. Ah, now you get it. There's no way that Sam would sabotage your promotion. He worked for it. Like, he worked for it. Yeah. It's just a mess with the new guy. And making a debut wrestler look like a lemon puts butts in seats. You grin. Almost had me there. Almost. Sam shakes his head, chuckling. You should have seen your face, man. Well, you decide not to press the point. I can't believe in this choose-your-own-adventure game, immediately the first thing after names is, like, you ribbed. <laughs> Getting ribbed. That's fucking so funny. <laughs> Continue, I'm sorry. Son of a fuck. So you say, well, you decide not to press the point. It is my career we're talking about, after all. Never fear, Blight. That was just a little welcome to BWF gift. It's good to see that you're a cool cat, or one of the... Hair trigger, not one of the hair trigger types. Did I pass, you ask? You'll do, Sam says, and he smiles. Oh, come on. Let's make you look good. Whoa. Uh, Vince McMahon was, uh, in the 80s and 90s, known to do that to, like, uh, big wrestlers. Like, all of a sudden, yeah. he would have you, uh, do a job to someone further down the, the, uh, Doing jobs all the time, but no. Like, world, like next world champion, he wants to make sure you're going to drop the belt. Yeah. When he says drop the belt. So it's like, even though what we're doing with you is having you be a rising star, and it makes no sense on this show that isn't televised in this other town, we're going to have you lose to this guy. That was like a test. Yeah. I heard some, an old guy talking about that the other day. He's like, I never agreed with that bullshit. <laughs> Anyways, brother and brother. So anyway, Sam says... We got a look good. We've got a lot of good stuff here. Bring up small windows of match footage in one of his larger computer monitors. I'm impressed. You got a lot of better quality. Qu- you've got a lot of better quality videos than a lot of wrestlers I've been working with in the circuit years. You nod. Matt knows what promoters want look for. Matt Kirby, or Keller Kirby, as he's referred to, the former wrestler. He worked all over the world. He even made his way to the GWA. Sure. He'd spent... Definitely his... Global Wrestling Association, right? <laughs> you think so? I think so. Okay. <laughs> he... Sure. He'd spent his years there as a jobber, never winning any matches. But he kept his eyes and ears open and learned from the best. 
and not just from the wrestlers. Kirby paid attention to everybody, even the whole aspect of the business. It was this wisdom that he passed down at his school. At least a few of them, at least for a few of them, he still opened the doors. What do you say? I feel lucky he took me in. I've got my money's worth, I suppose. I still resent the hoops he made me jump through. Oh, I feel lucky he took me in. For sure. The old Kirby? Yeah. Yeah, I'm so cool they just set the it's they set the stage for who trained me. As soon as you said the school, I'm like, I wonder who trained you, and it's like some jobber. I'm like, nice. A known jobber? That's a good person to train you, for real. Right. Someone with T V experience that did it for a long time. So what we need to do now, Sam says, is tighten our focus. We need to headlight your strengths and cover up any weaknesses. And a big part of that will be the type of footage that we select. He leans back in his chair. Now, lucky for you, we've got a wide assortment of footage. I've divided up clips of three broad categories. Sam walks up to you, walks you through each group. Mm-hmm. He shows you what you're d- he shows you what you're doing, a lot of power moves, suplexes, power bombs, vicious clotheslines. The second group shows off your mat skills with a lot of chain wrestling, mm-hmm. extended sequences of you and your opponent countering each other's holds. And then the third group is features your promos that you've cut oh, before and after the matches, challenging or mocking your opponents. Which group do you tr- which group do you come from? First group, second group, third group. Fuck, dude. For realsies. So yeah. I wanted to be, you know, the American Dragon, Brian Danielson. Yeah, and be chain, you know, hold for hold shit. But that's not what I'm doing. Do you do power moves? Do you do mat skills? Or is it your promos? It's gotta be what makes the motherfucking money, baby. <laughs> My name's Blight. It's gotta be the promos. I wanted to be, like, Chris Hero. Brian Danielson, Bret Hart. You consider your eloquence on the microphone to be your greatest asset. If there is one thing that all professional wrestlings, wrestlers have in common, it's their charisma. Promo ability is what separates the stars from the scenery. This group, you say, pointing to the clip where you have where you got into the face of a larger man and drove him in the blind rage. All right, so Sam. The vignettes will focus on your ability to talk to your opponent in the surrendering. If that, <laughs> if that were true, you wouldn't be much of a rest, You wouldn't be much use in a wrestling federation. But it's nice to see him enthusiastic. So we hit next. Great, I'm getting excited. Sam says, rolling up his sleeves. You're not quite how. You're not quite sure how that will help him. Type better, but whatever. We're going to be doing one. We're going to be doing one more vignette, though. So I'll be showing off your other aspects of the game as well. But just to narrow things down, is there a second group that you don't want to f- emphasize with the vignettes? Do you not want to focus on power moves, or do you not want to focus on mat wrestling? Fuck, dude. Uh, I think we don't want to focus on power moves because we're officially becoming Ric Flair. Okay. We're just chain wrestling and talking shit. 
I'm not going to be the strongest guy on the roster, you say. I'm not sure if I have the footage of that match where I tried the suplex, Benji. Say no more, Sam says. I'll get I'll get you over by focusing on your promos and your technique. Sam chooses a few more clips, making it making sure that you agree before adding them into a folder with your name on it. Okay. This thing is starting to take shape in my head. It's going to be epic, Sam says furiously, shifting files around on his computer. But then he stops and whacks his forehead. Almost forgot, man. Gator would have killed me. He rummages through the desk for something. And then he comes up with a slim folder inside as a copy of your contract for the BWF. Just fill in the blanks. I wasn't sure about your full name, so I left that part for you as well. The first name, the first blank is your first name. Is your name Brian, Phil, Dwayne, Steve, Colt, or something else? Ooh, Colt? Is it? Uh, we'll go Brian. Okay. Mm-hmm. The second blank is your surname. Irvine, Cole, Lee, Blood, something else. Brian Blood. Without a doubt, Blood. Brian Blight Blood. Oh, one more thing. You look up the contract and you see Sam is still typing away at his computer. Have you and Gator agreed whether you'll be coming in face as a face or a heel? That'll color the tone of your vignettes. Vinny the Gator is the cr- Vinny Gator is the promoter and booker of the BWF. He is the one who can pers- personally. He personally recruited you into promotion. After a few meetings with him, you both agreed that it would be best if you came in as... A face. He said people would want to root for me. Or heel. He said I carried myself like a natural villain. Without a doubt, a heel. Blight. (laughs) (laughs) Full heel. You're not really sure whether you should take that as a compliment, but Vinny said... If they're booing you, they'll pay to see you. That sounds like Vinny, alright, Sam laughs. You've got your work cut out for you. We've got lots of great heels in the BWF. Uh-oh. Too many? <laughs> Sam squints at the screen and then shifts his web, bra- web browser. Wait a second. You were 184, you were 184 pounds NCAA champ last year, right? Let's grab some footage of... You're on your feet at Sam's side before you're even aware of what you were doing. Hey, he shouts, you realize that your right hand, you're pretty much like grabbing him and you have a tight grip on him and he says that hurts. Nothing from that tournament, you say, your voice sounding strangely calm in your ears. Okay, okay, let go. You let him pull his hand away and he messages gingerly. Jeez, all you had to say was not to do it. (laughs) He mumbles the apology, or at least what... Or at least you think... You mumble an apology, or at least what you think was one. The rest of the session goes by in a blur. You're only vaguely aware of Sam telling you that the new vignette will be released every Monday until your debut match in three weeks. You leave Sam's apartment, and somehow you make your way to the bus stop. It's only a ten minute ride to your aunt's place, where you're staying before the BWF's first show. But your mind is miles away. Back in your hometown of Cannon Rock, Minnesota. Life Haven, Vermont. Autumn Park, Florida. 
after Tennessee or something else. Does it let you type it in? Or is it just you click something else? Yeah. You type it in? Yeah. Oh, okay, for sure. Uh, something else and uh, parts unknown. Yeah. That's funny. It's like, where are you from, Blight? From Parts Unknown. Parts Unknown is a quiet place where not much happens. A bustling city, not always safe but never boring. A place where rich and poor mix. This is great. I've I've lived on the right side of the tracks. A place where rich and poor mingle. I've lived on the wrong side of of the tracks. Rural town. I lived on a farm. Uh, is the first one, it's a quiet place, is that what it says? Yeah. It's a, it's a quiet place. <laughs> <laughs> a good place to grow up, I suppose. Yeah. But not one where you're going to stay long. It was a... It was a sedate environment. It made you calmer than most. But you never forget your home. But it's time to leave the nest. Now, whether or not you fly, that is the question. Next. Three weeks later. <laughs> this is going to be a long one. Looks like it. Yeah. Year four. <laughs> Good to meet you. I'm Blight. Have you seen Sam Elnory? Or Mick, Mick, whatever. <laughs> I don't know. McEnroe. 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 Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> one by one, the wrestlers shrug and shake their heads as you make your way around the locker room. Exchanging handshakes with rookies and veterans both. Whoa, oh. they wrote in that we had to shake hands when we entered the locker room. That was fucking... Shit's real. The lone exception is a beefy Greek wrestler getting some sort of design tattooed on his face. I think I saw him with the sound guys. You nod. You nod your head and say thanks, and then you hurry out of the locker room. And once you've made the rounds... You're set to debut tonight, and you're the second match on the card. You just realized you don't have any entrance music yet. You've left the locker room where you feel a tap on your shoulder. You turn around to see Larry Lance, your opponent tonight. He's been with the BWF for three years, but you've got a feeling that he won't be around much longer. You met him earlier in the day... And you were going over the match in Vinny's office, and he seemed just disinterested. Oh no, dude. Listen, Lance says, I know Vinny has you going over tonight, and that's great and all, oh, but no. I was wondering if I could actually have that match instead of a squash. You're taken aback. Wait, he asked if he can actually have a match instead of a squash? Or can I have that match? Sorry, he wants to have a match instead of a squash? Oh. You're taken aback. Why didn't you say anything earlier? Vinny is down on me lately. Damned if I know why Lance says he puts his hands together. But listen, I've got some old high school friends in the audience, and I don't want to—I don't want them to see me just roll over. Before you can say anything, Lance continues. I promise, we'll be a minute or two over time. But that's all. If the ref gives the signal to end it, we'll end it. I know how it sounds, and I'll owe you big time. It's just, there's this girl I haven't seen in ages. Damn. You tune him out. You could let Lance get a few good moves in of his own, 
but that may weaken your debut. It's not like Lance has been booked for a strong opening. And right. Maybe, more importantly, what will Vinny think? As a promoter and the booker of the BW, BWF, he's your boss. Your only boss. Yeah. He may not take too kindly to him for vision, even though it could, re- even though it could cause a more exciting match. On the other hand, wrestlers who show consideration for their peers, who mm-hmm. make their opponents look good, are generally more popular in the locker room. Right. Those who focus on tuning matches and the highlight reels are deemed to be all about the ring flash. And defiance in the awareness that makes a good wrestler. That being said... Jesus, they're really fucking setting these choices up. Fans do love to see flashy wrestlers. Oh my god. Do you tell him truthfully, sure, no problem. Do you tell him, (laughs) sure, but decide to go ahead with the swash anyways? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Or do you refuse? I don't think I'm falling for that one, do you? So, I have... That was... So good and so long, but I've had so many different thoughts about it, you know. I'm like, well, first off, I mean, it's not that much. This isn't on TV, you know what I mean? We're second match. Like, going over in time isn't a big deal. Even though he's your boss, it's not that big a deal to be like, oh, uh, it could lead to a better match. But then you're like, oh, he hasn't been booked strong, all this bullshit. And then I remember that I'm a fucking, like, heel. I talk shit, take the wrestle. I'm not like a powerhouse. I'm like the pussy heel. I'm like the coward heel who is going to win this match still. I don't think it hurts my debut. I'll be sad if that guy's angry, but I think we're going to have a better match because of it. And that's the real, from the beginning, I'm like, ah. Oh. He's not saying I, if, if he was like, listen, brother, <laughs> I'm going over tonight. Then I would have had a problem with it. But he's like, he's like, let me get some shit in. I'm like, yeah. I will let you get your fucking shit in. <laughs> so I will truthfully say the first option, which was... Sure. It's no problem. Whoa. Yeah. Lance's face brightens up. You won't regret it. I'll make you look like a million bucks when you win. You'd better, you say. The two of you quickly come up with a new plan for the match. And then you excuse yourself to go find Sam. I'm not gonna tell Sam. You finally find Sam. I you need uh opening music. Oh yeah. You find Sam surrounded by his usual computer bullshit, talking to a pair of technicians. It doesn't say bullshit, but I mean Yeah. Yeah. But he's talking though about choreography and the lights of one of the entrance. Sam, my hey, if it isn't my man of the hour, shouldn't you be in your gear by now? You wouldn't You wouldn't be if you spent the last half hour looking for him. Sam, so... Oh, oh, I've been checking the BWF forms. He's not even looking at you. Those little vignettes have been running wild. Drummed a lot of interest in you, my friend. He turns to you with a smile. People are salivating at the idea of you getting in a feud with... Troll Anonymous. Sam nods to himself. <laughs> excluding self... Exuding self-satisfaction. I heard a few guys talking about how they can't wait to see your ass get plummeled. You grin. Well, I guess we're going to have a few disappointments for the customers after tonight's... You break off. You break off and shake your head. Wait, that's not even important right now. What do you say? I need to choose an entrance song. Do you say... 
you need to help me pick an entrance song. Or do you say, will you please listen to me? Hmm. Hmm. Cartier, also, the more I think about it, why would I, we're not going to squash when I'm fucking, like, under 200 pounds fucking villain, like, coming in, like, I'm not here to squash anyone. Okay, here's the thing, Cartier. <laughs> what are my options? It's help me pick one? It's, I need you to choose an entrance song, or you need to help me pick an entrance song, or will you please listen to me? Will you please listen to me? I'm such a gentleman. He's like, no. Sam cracks his knuckles and taps through a few windows on his nearest computer monitor. Don't worry. I've been thinking about that. And I didn't want to make a final decision without consulting you. He opens up an audio file. A blistering guitar solo rises to a crescendo at about five seconds. Then abruptly cuts off before the song kicks in again with a man singing about how the world is too small for his ambitions. This one's called Broken Shell by The Witchers. Whoa. If you want something a bit more classic and natural, nature, you hear trumpets steady on a cascading beat without lyrics. It's rough around the edges, but it gets across the feeling of triumph. And it reminds you of the type of music that they had during the adjective era. <laughs> the term fans used to refer the GWA in the 80s. When cartoonish characters were the rule. This one's called Steel Patriot. It's done by a spo- it's done by a student of my alma mater. Big wrestling fan. But if you want something more contemporary, he says as he clips on the file. Hey, you say. I know this one. Boy Rising, right? Sam grins. I'm such a fan of full ecstasy. Oh no, he says, I'm such a fan of ecstasy. Yeah, I saw the standee. I saw the standee in your room. Have I ever told you that you're kind of creepy? Shut up. The song still gets a lot of airplay. Starts slow, but everyone knows it, and it has a great rap chorus when you get in the ring. No one else is using it. Sam shrugs. No one with the BWF or the GWA, and that's good enough for me. So, which one do you want to go with? The metal song, Broken Gel. The instrumental song, Steel Patriot. Or the popular punk rap song, Boy Rising. Boy Rising. Yeah. 100% Boy Rising. No one's using it. You can tell people kind of hate it. It's that popular. We're coming out to that shit for sure. Sam nods and he goes back to his computer. You're the boss. Just let me slot it in here and there you are. You turn to see Vinny, Vinny stomping towards you. Clomping his trademarks unlit cigar. The promoter of the BWF is small, balding, and he positively vibrates with a relentless energy. Usually it's positive energy, but the expression on his face was not the case. Hey, Vinny, says Sam, without turning around. We're gonna go with Boy Rising for Blight's entrance. What's. What for clothesline's sake are you still doing here? Uh-oh. Vinny only starts using wrestling terms as cuss substitutions when something's gone really wrong. You step back as Vinny jabs a stogie in your direction. What do you... You start to... You, you start to ask, but he cuts you off. You're on in five minutes, but... 
you look for Vinny, you look from Vinny to Sam and back to Vinny. I'm second on the card. Is this another joke? Why didn't anyone tell me that before? What's the last thing they say before the choice? Sorry. You say but, and then you look. The last thing he says, uh, he stabs a stogie at you, and you minutes. you say, "What do you?" But then he cuts you off, and he says, "You're on in five minutes." And my options are. You say, "But I'm second on the card." But is this a joke? Or but why didn't anyone tell me before? But I'm second on the card. Okay. Has the show began? I should have more than five. That's what Vinny told you. He just can't change the card, or so you thought. If you'd been in the dressing room like where we expected you to be, Vinny said, someone would have told you that Otto was a no-show. By the time I'm through with him, by the time I'm through with him, he won't be able to get his name on the the Liberty card. Dude, we're opening now? Now we gotta have a hotter match. For sure. Your eyes go wide, but that means Vinny stops ranting to fix... To fix on you with a laser light glare. Why are you still standing around? <laughs> you jump and sprint back to the locker room. Only to belatedly realizing that you didn't tell Vinny about your conversation with Lance. Well, there's no time with that. It's going to work out perfect. It'll be okay. You get to the locking room and quickly change out of your street clothes and into your wrestling gear. A uh, cut wrestling singlet... Similar to what you wear in amateur wrestling days, but with blight embolized on the back instead of your school colors. This is one feature. So what were your what were your colors? Are you black and red? Blue and white? Purple and silver, baby. Purple and silver, baby. Did it say baby on it? No. Oh, it should. <laughs> it really should. You lace up your boots and you head down towards uh, the curtain off exit. Your adrenaline is starting to give you that buzz that you always get before a fight. You thump your skull twice with a lightly bald fist and then twice more onto your chest. A little ritual that you've been doing since your college days. Or Kurt Angle. (laughs) You know, something to settle the nerves. Mm. You hear the ring announcer introduce Lance, who is already on his way to the ring. Vinny is standing by the curtain, peeping out at the crowd, and he turns to you, calm, composed now. He grins. He grins around a cigar, and you suddenly realize that after all this time, he still gets excited for the job. (laughs) He still got it. Are you slamming ready, kid? Before you answer, you hear the opening line in your song. One foot in the door of the other. One, One foot in front of the other begin to play, and Vinny is giving you the thumbs up. Do you take a deep breath and stride through? Do you give a shout and run through? Or do you smile and walk? Smile and walk. Strangely enough, you're feeling zen about the whole thing. In a way, you almost feel that you've already made it. And that everything that comes next is the anticlimax. The place that you're wrestling at, the whatever it's called, is packed. But it's a small town hall, so it means less than 100 people, but still, the Bowsers make up the enthusiasm 
that they make up with so much enthusiasm that anything else lacks in numbers. Nice. They are the most boisterous fans in the independent circuit, and they love making themselves heard. When you enter, the boos are immediate. Mm-hmm. They are almost drown. They almost drown out your ring introduction. You hear that heat, brother? And making his debut tonight from Parts Unknown, weighing 200 pounds. What? <laughs> you suck! Boo! Lance will kill you. Clap, 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 clap. Lance will kill you. Clap, 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 clap. You sniff disdainfully and saunter up to the ring, arms raised as you generate as. You're generously allowing them to gaze at your body. Mm-hmm. This is it. You think to yourself, this is what I want. You slide up to the ring, instill something of a daze, soaking in the noise of the crown. You heard one of the ring posts strike a pose, and then, you do as you do so, you lock eyes with a fan in the very first row. It's a very attractive young woman. Maybe she's a little bit older than you. A tight-fitting tank top that says, I love men in tights. She gives you a dazzling smile. And when she catches you looking at her, do you... These are your options. She's definitely my type. Smile back and give her a wink. Turn away. She's cute, but I need to focus for my match. Give her a polite smile. I'm into men, not women. (laughs) Give her a wink. I'm into men, but my character doesn't need to be. <laughs> Whoa! So I'm I'm almost positive that this woman is gonna be the person that Lance is trying to. Like oh, I don't I don't want to ruin the story because wow. I haven't I haven't like done this yet, but like that's where I'm thinking for sure. So you can steal Lance's girl. There's like a whole meta narrative that if you follow my responses, where I'm just like low key also trying to be the best in the world. Yeah. <laughs> so and it's one of the reasons besides the fact that the heel would smile and walk to that shitty terrible music, but it's like what if he's fallen? Like just remain calm for this debut. We uh, I think there's one where I turn away where I no sell it, right? So you turn away. She's cute, but you need to focus. Focused, yes. That's so funny. Although the Lance thing, that's like the real reason to <laughs> not wink. Because I was leaning towards, I'm into men, but my character doesn't need to be. <laughs> the referee calls to your attention, and you and Lance take positions across from each other in the center of the ring. Lance looks at you intently, his expression almost desperate. But at the moment, you're too awash to go through your own emotions to give it thought into what he's feeling. You're seconds away from your first official BWF. All the times I'm saying BWF, they're spelling it out. I'm saying BWF. Cool. BWF. Because it's Boardless Wrestling Federation match. Wow. All these hours to study under Matt Kirby, all these unpaid gigs, all these empty gymnasiums, all those days of bearing with Big Benji's complaints. We've been doing the job, brother. All for the moment. As for the moment... You're not sure if you want to be the sa- if you want to savor the anticipation, or if you just want the bell to. The bell rings. The match has begun. You lock up with Lance and then quickly bring him to a side headlock, squeezing his head with your right arm. You shift your body weight and flip him over onto your hip. 
your arm still piercing his head, still pincering his head. It's a classic takedown, and he grunts as his as the back uh, as his back hits the map. Lance wiggles free of one of the holds and gets back on his feet. The two of you face off again. Time to kick it up a notch. Time to kick it up a notch. I wonder what the crowd thinks of the match so far. I wonder what Lance thinks of the match so far. I wonder if Vinny thinks of the match so far. Whoa, yeah? Yeah. It's, it's time to kick it up a notch, and then those are my options. So yeah. maybe it's almost just like, am I worrying about doing what Vinny wants? Am I worried about that? Or am I worried about the crowd right now? Wow, that's a weird That's a weird option. Um Wow. Boys. <laughs> Boys Yido. I think I think officially Cartier. I wonder what the crowd thinks so far. Okay. All those are As far as you're concerned, you're performing for them. So their it's their opinion that matters the most. Lance attempts a running clothesline with his arm outstretched and ra- to ram you in the neck as he passes you, but you duck under his arm and hit the ropes. You repeat the sequence a second time, but this time, instead of just ducking the blow, you trap his right arm with your left and then go for an arm trap neck breaker, twisting Lance's head painfully as you both fall to the map. The crowd pops immediately. They they pop modestly as you hit the move. You, you retreat back to your corner and give the audience a thumbs give the audience a thumbs down. The crowd reacts. <laughs> Not just to you, but the fact that Lance has gotten to his feet and is already charging you while you're looking away. Instead of turning in time to counter Lance's move, as per the usual plan, you delay it by a second, and by the time you take your eyes off the crowd, his legs are locked around your head. You flip over your heroes and land hard on the map near the near the ropes. And you try to use the second rope as leverage to get back on your feet. Still banged from that Hurricanrana. Hurricane Rana. Hur- yeah, Hurricane Rana. Hurricane Ramirez Rana. No, it's not real. <laughs> Almost as soon as you grab it with both hands, Lance snaps it down with his boots. And the recoil sends you staggering backwards. A perfect target. Lance hops on the bottom rope and uses it as a springboard to land across, to lay across you, belly first. A springboard splash. He got his shit in. He's getting his shit in right now. This is good. As for, as Lance goes for the pin attempt, you hear the crowd shouting reclusely. Lance isn't known for his offense, and they are seeing a side of him that they never expected. The referee begins to count. One. Thanks. He whispers. Two. You kick out the pin with authority. I was going to say, that might be enough. That might be enough of his shit in. You know what I mean? Because there's going to be nothing. Do you crack your knuckles? It's payback time. Take a deep breath. I can't screw up now. Or, I wonder what I'm having for dinner later. (laughs) Oh my god. It's The first two again? Do you crack your knuckles? 
it's payback time. Or do you take a deep breath and say, I can't screw up now? What the fuck? Oh, man. And one last time, the last part of the, the thing. What? From the ref counts one. That's like the end of it, right? Thanks, you hear Lance whisper. Two, you kick out with authority. Okay, I want to make sure I kicked out before I make this decision. I'm like... Well, no, uh, I got a uh, deep, deep breath, can't screw up now. Yeah. It's like payback time. I mean, it is time to get my shit in, but like that feels like the, I'm turning on him. Like, no. Deep breath. You know that going off script puts you on thin ice, and you can't compromise it by putting any more than than by but uh, you can't you can't you can't compound it by putting any less than a stellar performance. You and Lance go back and forth, neither run neither one really getting the clear advantage, with the crowd getting more and more into the match that they didn't really even expect to see. Broken. Lance Lance reverses. A wrist lock, you turn it into a DDT, you turn a DDT into a roll-up. He dodges a flying elbow, you send him into a ring post, he tries a shoulder tackle. Mm -hmm. After kicking out of another pin attempt by Lance, you lie on the floor, catching your breath. You hear Lance arguing with the ref. He's locking arms, he's locking arms with you, belly to belly. And he's going for a suplex. A move that would see him lift you upside down above him before slamming you to the mat, falling backwards. The crowd roars louder, thinking that they may witness they may be witnessing an upset, but he can only barely get you up off your feet. Bar- barely get your feet up off the ground. Instead, when your boots hit the mat again, you grab his leg and then roll backwards. So Lance hits the mat first. Once then twice. A beautiful rolling fisherman suplex, as you call it. The the Delgado. Or Mr. Perfect. The Delgado. One, two, three. And the winner by a match, pinfall, blights. With the fucking perfect plex. Whoa, we're like hollow wicked. And Mr. Perfect. Lance rolls out of the ring gingerly, and you climb to the turnbuckle and give the audience a big old thumbs down and soak in the booze. Man, fuck them. Your first professional win. You could get used to this. As you, as your hand raises for victory, you smile, frown, keep your face um, expressionless. Oh, we smile. <laughs> you think that... When over well, all things to be considered, there's a lot of activity backstage. As you step through the curtain, Uh-oh. almost everyone stops and gives you a round of applause. <sighs> a few other wrestlers even come up and congratulate you with a handshake and a pat on the back. For the first time in a long time, you feel like you belong. It's a good feeling. Then you see Vinny standing near the door to the locker room, talking to one of the new women wrestlers. He's holding a rolled up magazine, and he uses the point at you and sees you. Kid, get over here. Dude, he's fine with it. Do you say, oh god, he's gonna congratulate me? Oh no, I screwed up? Or, why the hell is he calling me kid? The first one. Because I really do think he's gonna congratulate me. 
Vinny's chomping down so hot on the cigar, he's in danger of breaking in the two. You can't, you can tell that this isn't going to be a pleasant conversation. What the hell was that? What? You hold out your hands. Listen, Lance and I agree that if we came to some changes, you mean Lance wanted to keep up some heat and then he suckered you into agreeing? You shake your head. It's not like that. It's just made for a better met. The cigar snaps. Vinny spits the pieces onto the floor and then wipes his mouth with the sleeve. You're new, so you're going to get a pass. One pass. Vinny moves in close and glares up to you. But let me explain something to you. (laughs) We stole the show. You're part of the team now. You don't get to have better matches if that means you eat into the time of the next match. If you force two veterans to adjust to your shenanigans, Mm. you just don't get to have better matches. Disrespectful. If that means that you drain the crowd of the energy Mm -hmm. that they're supposed to expend on the main event. And I don't care. And I, I don't care if you're the second coming of solidarity. Or sol, solidarity. Solidarity. Whatever that is. Solidarity, person. I think you're right. Yeah, first time. Solidarity. You have matches that I say you'll have. Are, are we clear? You swallow hard. Yes, sir. Pause. Am, am I fired? Vinny blinks. And he breaks out laughing. Come off it, kid. You made a mistake, but you ain't gonna do it again. But if you do, you wax you in your arm with the rolled up magazine. Is this week's mass? Is that this week's masters? He unrolls the magazine and smiles. That's it. Troll Anonymous made the MWWR 100 this week. That makes for five BWF wrestlers. Not too shabby for a little independent, eh? The Masters of Wrestling is the most influential wrestling publication in the world. While it maintains... PWI. Huh? It's like PWI. Yeah. While it maintains online and offline presence, much of the prestige comes from their weekly magazine, which features grades for matches, shoots interviews... <laughs> or is it the Wrestling Observer? <laughs> oh no, is it Meltzer or is it fucking Aptor? Continue. And pretty much the the editor's uh, top wrestling in the business, like, stuff. <laughs> so one of your goals is to make it into the MWWR 100 all the way to the top. But right now, you're not thinking about that. You're thinking about... Everything except for the young man featured as an insect on the cover of a magazine. Could I borrow that for a second before Vinny can reply? You've taken the magazine, flipping through to find a specific article. Your mind, strangely blank. What's the matter, Vinny asks. You ask like you've seen a ghost. Do you tell Vinny, I have? Do you lie and say, it's nothing? Or do you ignore Vinny? This is none of his business. I ignore Vinny. This is this is none of Vinny's, Vinny's business. <laughs> you find the article and stare at it. It's him. No doubt about it. J.J. Havoc. The future of the GWA. Oh, him, Vinny says. Came out of nowhere. Wasn't even the developmental system. Then <laughs> suddenly his debut match next Wednesday is the leading story of the GWA website. Why, do you know him? Apparently you had misled the news. 
You'd have been too busy preparing for your big debut, or what you thought is your big debut, but he just had to spoil your moment, didn't he? Just like he did two years ago. JJ Havoc is his ring name, but you know who he really is. Jasper Bloody Delgado. Whoa, I stole his finisher. Bloody? Alright, so we have a chance. This is chapter... I just clicked the next thing It says chapter 2. <laughs> do we go on or do we save this for another bonus episode? Because this is, this is a good one. Let's save our progress, though. Well, we have to... We can just go through it, I guess, real fast. I mean, next time. If we do it again next time. Yeah. Also, how deep into the, the old P-cast are we? Um... Let's take a peep. We're at, like, 120. Hour 20? Yeah. <laughs> that was chapter one. We have to end it. We, oh. we at least can't keep doing this one. Oh, man. But we gotta come back to it. Oh, no. God, dear. Oh, God. Just forever keep that window open. Pin it. We get, I'll, I mean, I'll remember my choices. For yeah. sure. Uh, wow, Cartier. I mean, we have, it, we have it on. That was crazy. We do. That being said, Dan... What would you rate chapter one of Secret Secrets? Like, there wasn't that many choices, but the, when there were choices, they're really good. Uh, and then there started to be more. And I'm like, I can only imagine it gets better and better. Someone is a huge nerd. I mean that in the nicest way. Uh, you know, I can only rate chapter one. Right? Yeah. And there weren't that many times. I mean, I would have liked to talk to Vinny about how, you know, brother to brother... <laughs> I would like to be, you know, I'm the opener now. You originally, you told me that when we were second on the card before Auto No Showed, but then Auto No Showed, so like, we're opening now, so we thought it had to be more exciting. I'm sorry, sir, I'm new. Uh, I would like to maybe hit some of that shit as a little nitpick. These are just, you know, 10 out of 10, Chapter 1, Cartier. Yeah, 10 out of 10? The, the IGN 10. And we're not going to get the ladies, ladies, because I feel like that's also going to be... That's a, that's an even... I don't even know if it's a longer one. Maybe you'll play ladies, ladies. But I will say that one has five chapters in it. Okay. Did How many in the wrestling one? Uh, The wrestling one is on a different website. Oh, okay. So maybe it, it doesn't, doesn't tell it, us. Does, it doesn't say. Crazy, man. But we will come back to you. Was it slammed? It was slammed by uh, Paolo Chikamiko. Man. Crazy. Oh my god. Yeah. Cartier, thank you. <laughs> what a secret secret you found. Um, oh my god, I feel like you just had to say a lot of wrestling things. You want me to hit the plugs? Yeah, you can hit the plugs. <laughs> thank you for listening to this Christmas episode, this special, very wrestling-y Christmas episode of uh, the Great Lakes Gaming Podcast. A, a bonus? This is a bonus, right? This is a long bonus. A bonus episode. Uh, chapter 2 and more to come. I mean, we're probably going to have a bonus where it's literally going to be called just slammed, and we'll finish it however long that takes. Wow. Possible three-hour, four-hour session of slammed yeah. coming eventually in maybe January <laughs> uh, in 2020. dot FM. That's L-I-T-M-I-T-M-E-D-I-A dot fireside.fm is where you can find the entire backlog of... Great Lakes Gaming Podcasts, uh, all the gauntlets, bonus episodes, actual episodes. Uh, we're in the hundreds, eh? Yeah. Uh, oh, we. And that's L-I-T-M-I-T Media.
at gmail.com. There's a place you can send any questions if you have a choose-your-own-adventure. You're like, wow, you guys need to do this one. Uh, or anything, segments, games. We like to steal things from people that send things in. I'll take that. Fan art of... Uh, Blight, of Brian Blight Blood. If you have that fan art, send it on in. The purple and silver singlet. <laughs> and that cocky, arrogant smile. Uh, YouTube.com backslash litmitmedia is where you can find everything that is what we do here. You'll see. You'll find some great late gaming podcasts, Cartier talking about Pokemon, Shenmue things, video game-based things. More video game than this <laughs> podcast was today <laughs> but it's a special tr- special Christmas situation uh, I guess the last thing is um, Cartier Song of the Week do you have a Song of the Week? yeah it's a classic first I gotta say is uh, mm-hmm. make it a great day or not the choice is yours